0: Dior moves to a new city for a fresh start. After losing her mom at a young age and dealing with the scars left behind, she struggles with more than skin deep insecurities. Enzo is rebuilding his life after being released from prison. As a successful business owner, he's ready to settle down and start something real. When he and Dior collide, the two instantly feel a spark. But Enzo doesn't realize that Dior is more damaged than what meets the eye. Will he be able to help her out of her shell and show her what real love looks like? Dakota and Sawyer have been on and off for a while now. While Sawyer is sure Dakota is where he wants to be, she holds doubt. He doesn't know how to set boundaries with his child's mother and it causes issues with his present relationship. When he's threatened with the loss of Dakota for good, Sawyer realizes it's time to make some changes. The only issue is it may be too late. Join these two couples on a journey of imperfect love and see how the ride plays out in the end. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to my podcast. And the book of this week is Imperfect Love by Taye Monet. Now, what's Drunken Love? Because I have, I believe, two more books in my library by her. Um... And I really enjoyed Drunken Love, so we're back for another one. Um, this one was short and sweet and kind of to the point. I really enjoyed it. So, we have a young lady by the name of Dior. Um, she was living with her mother, but her mother struggled with depression. And one day, there's a fire in the house, and Dior tries to save not only herself but her mother but it's too late and she ends up with what is it third degree burns where the majority of her arms and like her upper body um, scars remain so she's always wearing long sleeve t-shirts jackets over all of her clothes like she does not let her skin show So, she moves to a new city. She actually moves with her father, which... That relationship... (sighs) Okay. Um, A moment of honesty for myself, because I know a lot of people may not agree with me. But the story was... um, Dior's mother was in love with her father. Like, she loved that man something serious. Now, she you know like they had sex she became pregnant because of course it's not just the mother's fault that was both of their quote-unquote mistake so she is excited about the baby thinking that's gonna make the father want to be with her and take care of the baby but he told her you know like i don't want a child like i'm not gonna help you with this at all And she had the baby anyway, thinking like you know, no, he's going to change his mind. He's going to be a father to her, and it never happened. And the mother, Dior's mother, spiraled into a depression where she wasn't even taking care of Dior, but Dior loved her mother, and um, I, she was cooking food and. I think she, like, overdosed on medication. So, with her overdosing on medication and Dior not even knowing that her mom was cooking something, you know, that's what started the fire and created that unfortunate event. So, she stayed, you know, like, after she gets out of the hospital, she goes to stay with her father. And their relationship is not a good one because he he doesn't know how to interact with her, first of all. And it goes back to the point of him never wanting children and it's like you cannot blame that man for that or any person that's my whole thing i'm like especially like when we get to talking about uh diversion abortion and people's rights it's just like i'm on the side of both like if people don't want children and don't want to take care of them nobody should be forced to because i get the argument you know like i didn't lay down and make this baby by myself and it's like you're absolutely right but i'm also telling you i don't want to take care of it so if you choose to have that baby and try to force that on me you're not doing anything but hurting not only yourself but also that child because then you bring up a child with emotional damage of my father never loved me they never wanted me and it's like yeah but your mother knew that from the start and she cannot force the father to be a father or however the person choose to identify because i want to be correct and when i say that um so and it's just like if a woman gets pregnant she should not be forced to keep a baby that she does not want under any circumstances because i'm not just going to the extreme it could be just oh shit i did not mean to get pregnant and i do not want this baby and it is my choice to get rid of it period like you know so and it's like as soon as she could she moved away from the father it's like they barely talk on the phone like there's no type of relationship or when they do talk it's just mad awkward so she moves with her cousin dakota and you know they're like real close and she's looking for a job Dior is I'm sorry Dakota already has a job um and Dakota has a little boo so like one day she takes her with her on a ride like you know I'm about to go get this weed right quick just stay in the car and I'll be right back now the person the I want to call her Dior Dakota is copping weed from his name is Sawyer and that's her little boo thing. They've been off and on for a long time. They do this back and forth thing of being on, being off. Um, But they're never officially on because Dakota doesn't trust Sawyer. It's like, I think on one of the occasions they were on, it doesn't even matter, but he has sex with... His baby's mother or mother of his child however they feel is a better title and makes them sound better than the rest um he has sex with her so it's just like i can't trust y'all around each other y'all swear it's just co-parenting and y'all just cool which there's no problem with that because don't nobody want to deal with the baby mama baby daddy drama on either end so it's just like y'all Like, being cool and literally being cordial towards each other is not a problem. But I do not want to have... To think, like, every time you go drop your daughter off, does that mean you send her to her room while you go have sex with her mama? Like, what what does that mean? What are y'all doing? Um, And he's like, no, man, we cool. You know, it ain't like that. So, but she gets the weed, I think, and they have sex. And she comes out and just like, man... No, they didn't have sex. She just got the weed and left. Cause it's like, I'm not messing with you like that no more. But while Dior is waiting in the car, she see this fine nigga walk past. I was like, ooh, who's that? And come to find out it's Enzo. Enzo is Sawyer's brother who just got out of prison. Um, and you know, he's looking to open up his business and just live a quiet little life. He like, you know, I ain't trying to do that shit no more. I'm good. But they do have information on who snitched on him to send him to jail in the first place. Or prison, I should say, because those are two different things. And it's like, we're going to handle that. Then after that, done. So it's Sawyer's birthday. And Dakota and Dior show up to the party. And, um, Dior was walking around because Dakota had disappeared with Sawyer. Um. And she happened to bump into Enzo, who spilled her drink on her. So she has on this like pretty dress that now has a red stain all over it. Meanwhile, Dakota upstairs getting her black uh, back blown out by the birthday boy, and they have this conversation again of, "Man, when you gonna stop playing? You know what it is between us." And Dakota really just not feeling. She's like, "You know, I cannot trust you. I don't. I just can't go there with you." And of course, when they get back downstairs, uh, his baby mama shows up and she comes up and gives him a hug and they all smiles and what should seem like just a normal greeting, Dakota is like, "Eh, see that right there, can't do it. So the two ladies leave and Enzo and Dior, like they keep bumping into each other, having interactions. And anytime they start to get close, though, or um, Enzo like rubs up on her, she pulls back because she doesn't want him to see her scars or know anything about her scars. And so she shows up to his business, you know, to interview. And of course, automatically she got the job. No question. It really wasn't even an interview. He like, you know how to do this? Let me show you how to work this. Boom, bam, you got the job. Um. So she likes to skate. So he went skating with her. And it's basically like there was no issue with their relationship. It progressed really nicely after, um, you know, he got her to take her jacket off so he could see her scars. And was like, you know, you look beautiful. Um, There's nothing wrong with you. Like, don't let this hold you back. That was it. I want to focus more on Dakota and Sawyer because I was on Dakota's side in this because their relationship it was just it was too close and then it's like the baby mama was always oh you don't know about that huh oh you remember when we used to (laughs) i used to have you like boy But those days are over, right? And it's just like, you doing that in my face, I'm liable to fight both of y'all. It's I'm fighting you for disrespecting me, and nigga, you just sitting here letting her do that shit, I'm beating your ass. Like, I'm going to beat your ass first, and then I'm going to go to her second. Because I want you to know that it's not about her, it's about you. But the fact that she feels like she can play in my face, I'm beating her ass, too. Because it's just, she kept saying shit like that, like, oh, we have this connection you'll never have. Like, you know, like, you know, we're not together, but I I know him. You don't know him like I know him. It's always the vibe that baby mama was giving off. And then always trying to make Dakota seem as if she was the problem. Like, she upset about that? Like, yes, bitch, I'm upset about that. And the fact that both of y'all think that that's okay. And because niggas don't understand anything until it's done to them, we have uh dakota's best friend who is in the service and he pops up and they hanging out and she brings sawyer along and he see them like laughing and having inside jokes and he don't like that shit. and he just swears up and down this nigga trying to fuck his because of course that's how men see all men it's just like even i feel like even if it wasn't the baby daddy baby mama drama in dakota's eyes he would still look at it like that like like why are you so close to my woman because of course a man and a woman can't be friends they have to be fucked so he felt some type of way he was not with that so he's like big mad like you fucked this nigga before like why all of a sudden y'all so close i ain't never heard about this nigga a day in my life but now all of a sudden you got best friends that just pop up out of nowhere like so now you playing in my face she's like, I'm actually not. Like, this is really my friend. We ain't never did nothing like that. Like, so you need to relax. And so at some point, though, Sawyer, like, they break it off. Well, Dakota breaks it off because she's like, I'm no longer doing this with you. And I, I don't feel like I have to or that I should. So she breaks it off with him. And he finally sees what she's been talking about and literally everybody in his family like his parents and Enzo had to tell him yeah I, like I'm literally surprised y'all lasted this long because you always let that little girl feel like she has one up over your girlfriend so yeah that was bound to blow up in your face and uh their mom tells him you know I never liked the little girl anyway like and that's a known fact like, I take that back. Well, they were cool at one point, but then something happened, which the mo- the baby mother and their mom never discussed. They just always barely talk to each other and won't say anything about what's going on. Uh, but come to find out in the end, because Sawyer and Dakota, like, they get back together, and it finally breaks that the mom found out at some point the baby mama was questioning whether or not that was Sawyer's daughter was actually his daughter. And it's a possibility it could have been somebody else's, but I guess of course they got the test done and it's his daughter, but it was a fact that it could have been somebody else's child. And so Sawyer is pissed and that's what finally like broke the, the closeness between them because she was trying to like be on some get back. Like, you know, I want that old thing back. Don't you think that our daughter should grow up in a household with both of her parents? And I'm like, I, once again, I wish y'all would stop that logic. Like a child deserves to have two parents in a household. A child deserves a loving household because if you motherfuckers are arguing every day, cheating on each other, like the danger parents, shout out to my last two weeks of books. Just because both parents are in the house doesn't mean that that's what the child needs. A child needs a loving household. The end. So um, Sawyer stopped talking to his mama and his daddy, actually, because it's like the daddy knew. But, of course, as quote-unquote men do, they stay out of it and, you know, they don't say nothing. And they felt like, what's the purpose of telling you anyway? so yeah so that's how it ends uh dakota moved into Sawyer's house so they're living together but dior is still living in dakota's house which you know her and enzo are very much in love and they're taking it slow and just seeing where this goes because it's like they only known each other a couple months it's way too early to be moving in so we're not doing all that but yeah that's the end like i said i really enjoyed this book so please go pick it up Please read many other books by Taye Bonet. I really enjoy her style of writing and her books. And that's all I got for you, my beautiful people. So peace and blessings. See you next week.